Good evening, Island Church. It's Tuesday, April the 28th. We're so happy to be able to come into your homes, your cars, wherever you are, and continue studying the wisdom of God out of the book of Proverbs. Uh, tonight, I want a, a little bit about dealing with fear, dealing with uh, uh, that which is, you know, all the information that is coming in and the emotion that it produces, and maintaining that the, the Bible calls that merry heart, which we talked about last night. The Bible says there in Proverbs 17, uh, the merry heart doeth good like a medicine. And so uh, we want the medicine of the Word of God working. We want the medicine of a merry heart. We want the joy of the Lord that is our strength. And we do not want, no matter what the circumstances may be, to influence us in such a way that it, that it negatively puts a demand upon our spirit man and causes us to be hopeless. That's the whole point of what we're teaching on is to you know, reject this hopelessness, to reject this, uh, you know, seems to be this unending rollout of this uh, uh, drama and calamity that is going on. Uh, and so we are, we are going to weather it, we're coming through it, and we're going to be on the other side and we're going to be in the harvest of God. You know, I was thinking a few moments ago, I heard some statistics about how just the financial shutdown of the world will cause uh, an additional 10 to 15 million dollar, uh, excuse me, 10 to 15 million people uh, to die of starvation. And I thought to myself, you know, that's an evil harvest. And, uh, you know, we're in a, we're in a harvest right now that's, that's God's harvest of the precious fruit of the earth. Notice how God calls those which He has cleansed, which is the whole world by the blood of Jesus. He calls all of that precious. If it's precious to God, it ought to be precious to us. And we ought to rise up in our faith. And no matter what society throws up, throws at us and says, no, this is what you can do. This is what you can't do. We navigate that and we manifest the glory of God. Scripture, Proverbs 29, 25. The fear of man bringeth a snare, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord shall be safe. Now, I think that's one of the dilemmas that many people are having. Something that is robbing their joy and robbing them of their ability uh, to stave off this hopelessness, to keep the depression away, because so much is being recommended uh, by man. And when I say by man, it's our governments. It's all the voices that are speaking into our lives. Do this, do that. You say, Pastor, at what point are you so overwhelmed that you just don't know what to do? Well, I, I think we passed that point a long time ago. And I found this out about man. Man speaks things into life. But you have to make a determination uh, to do with what man says into your life, what he speaks into your life. And when I say man, I mean the world system, mankind itself. You have to make a decision how you're going to receive what's being said, how you're going to assimilate it, and how you're going to act on it. Now, here's the thing. Anything that man says that brings fear. Uh, let me give you an illustration. Years and years ago, uh, we traveled not only in the Philippine Islands. This is where it began. We began to go to the Philippines. We just went for two years. This would be back in the late 80s and early 90s. But other nations that we were involved in, Belize, Honduras, Nicaragua, Mexico, uh, uh, Haiti. Uh, not only that, we did some stuff out in the islands of the Caribbean. Much of our travel, uh, it said, you know, that we should take a certain medication for a certain disease. Well, I did that on two trips, and it had such a negative effect on my body. But but they but what they the reports that we read, what they said was, if you don't take it, you know, you have this you have this uh, chance of getting this particular disease, which I ended up getting. But here's the thing. 
I made a decision not to trust man, but to trust God. And although I had to have a fight of faith, I felt that like I was safe in that fight of faith. And I came out on the other side of all of this, not taking their medication, not doing what they said. And in 1994, I was totally healed of that disease and hadn't had any trouble since then and have been in many nations where that, where that medication is recommended that you take. And what I mean by that, there are many nations that you travel in where there's a recommendation of medication that you take. Then there is a what you have to take to go there. So, you know, we use wisdom and all of that. But much of what's recommended to do in traveling, I don't do it anymore because I found out that my faith can carry me further than man can carry me. And a lot of what they do is not positive in your life, is not positive for your physical body. Even in, in the natural uh, things, uh, you know, we, we're the first generation, I believe, that is questions any, uh, anything that medicine says. You know, usually most people say, whatever the doctor says, you have to do that, you have to do this. You know, Lee and I, we fought a real battle when trying to get Breland here. Uh, we were a little bit uh, older than most people when they have children. And they said th some things to Leah uh, when she was uh, pregnant the first time about her vitamin intake and said, you know, if you don't, uh, if you don't stop taking the vitamins that you're taking, then it's going to have a very negative effect. So she did. She stopped taking them and started taking what they recommended. Well, that's the, that's the child that we lost through miscarriage. So when she got pregnant the second time, she said, I don't care what they say. I'm going to take my vitamins, what I take, and what makes me feel good, what makes me feel healthy. And she carried Breland to term. We had a very healthy child in doing that. See, there's going to be times in the days, weeks, and months ahead where you're going to be given a choice uh, to do what man says or to do what God says. You say, well, pastor, we always have to do what man says. That is not true. There are times when we're going to have to make a decision that what we are doing because of what man says is causing fear in our lives. You know, uh, a lot of what's being said on television and radio, I watch a little bit of news every day. I listen to a particular radio program, maybe 20 to 30 minutes a day, and a particular newscast every day, and that's all I listen to. The rest I listen to is from the Word of God. Men preaching, men teaching, my own study, my own meditation. And in so doing, I'm doing what it says in Proverbs chapter 4. I'm attending or I'm giving the greatest attention to His Word. Now let me say this. What I've just said is my personal opinion and my personal conviction. I know people uh, that, that uh, live by faith, believe God. Their personal conviction is a lot different than mine. Uh, they will put anything man says in front of what God says because they feel like they have to live on this earth, uh, you know, pleasing man in some way. But here's the thing. There are things I've done in my life, especially in the last 36 years, where I have rejected the wisdom of man and leaned toward the wisdom of God where I've had to trust in the Lord with all my heart, lean not into my own understanding, and all my ways acknowledge Him. Let me give you an example. One thing is with finances. With my finances, Lee and I, over the years, we have made the decision to make the major investment of our lives financially, not into the stock market, not into gold or silver, uh, not into anything other than the kingdom of God. And in our personal life in the last 36 years, we have invested millions of dollars into the kingdom of God. Now you say, well, is that paying off in any way? Well, I'd like to say I haven't lost any money in the stock market. I haven't lost any money in any investments. But my investments in the kingdom are still paying off. I had to reject the wisdom of a man. I actually had... Uh, uh, 
people that are CPAs and people that are, uh, uh, you know, uh, financial planners are saying, you can't give money like that. You should not be tithing. You should not be offering or giving away money like that. But listen, it has come back to me good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. We've always been able to pay our bills. We've always been able to retire our debts. Not only that, we've had a tremendous amount of money to give to other people to help them and bless them. And that's been a great blessing in my life. It's because I've leaned toward the Word of God. I've not leaned on my own understanding, but I've leaned toward the Word. Now, there are medical decisions coming up. There are financial decisions coming up. There are all kinds of decisions. And I'm not going to tell you in these decisions what my decisions are. I can go back to the past and tell you what my decisions were and the result of my decisions when it came to the wisdom of God. And the wisdom of God has always carried me through. But when it comes to the ones that we're making, I do not have the right to influence your decision. But I do have the right as your pastor to tell you to get into the Word of God and to tell you to make decisions based upon the wisdom of God. There are things that men and women do that greatly affect their lives that the world and the world system says you must do this. Well, you better make sure it lines up with what God is speaking to you and what God is putting into your heart. I don't want to see anybody hurt or harmed. I don't want to see anybody uh, uh, destroyed. You know, the Bible says that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Well, it's not the knowledge of the world and what it does. It is the knowledge of the Word of God and what it can produce. I don't follow all of the party lines of what everybody says. I don't follow all of the, you know, the uh, status quo of what people should or shouldn't do. I follow the Word of God. I have found there is a path of righteousness for His namesake that has empowered me not to fear the snare or the not, not to fear uh, that the, the fear of that the fear of man, the snare that it brings, but to put my trust in the Lord and to remain safe. I remember some of the major, uh, what would we call it, uh, pandemics, epidemics. You know, here the West Nile virus got very strong at one time. Uh, we had the swine flu that got very strong. We had other viruses and diseases. You know, here's the thing. We've stood in the Word of God. We've made the Word our medicine. We've believed what the Word said. And we have the proof of the pudding. The Bible, uh, the, the Bible says, uh, the old wise saying is, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. We have proved that the Word of God works. We have proved God recovered us from a great storm that destroyed the church. God has recovered us from many uh, dramas inside and outside the church. God will bring us through this. We're not going to trust in man. We're going to maintain our faith. We're going to believe God. And I guarantee you, that's going to cause the merry heart, the joy of the Lord, the goodness of God. There is something greater than insurance and it's assurance of the Word of God. Now, don't get me wrong. Here at Island Church in our own lives, in all that we do, Lord, we pay so much insurance, car insurance, insurance on our building, insurance on every, everything we do we have to insure. But here's the thing. Our assurance is of God. Anything that the enemy tries to produce, Jesus has already delivered us from it. Any dilemma that, is already, that ever rises up, God has already made provisions for us to go through it and to come out on the other side. Don't get confused in your decisions that you're going to have to make. Pray, study the Word of God, listen to good teaching. That's what I always have done. Make your decisions based on the knowledge and the wisdom of God. And you will weather any situation that rises up. Now, I heard a, a deal, when was it? Uh, about two days ago on, well, this, this is just the latest one. There's one coming after this that's going to be even worse. <laughs> you know, all I can say is this. 
He was wounded for my transgression, bruised for my iniquity. The chastisement of my peace was upon him, and by his stripes I was healed 2,000 years ago. Say, so what would you do if you got coronavirus? I would stand in faith and believe I receive healing from God. I would believe it's already deposited my spirit and my confession of faith and my worship of God, my healer, would bring it into manifestation, just like any other disease. We must be strong in the Lord and the power of His might, and we must put forth that which the world is not used to, which is not rebellion or a rebel heart or a rebel spirit, but men and women with faith in God, absolute faith in God, dispelling hopelessness and walking in the joy and the merriment that the Word of God produces. We love you. Don't forget to touch three around you. Uh, be sure and continue to tune in to see our schedule of what we're doing and how we're doing it. And we are coming through this by faith in the name of Jesus and all the goodness that He produces. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon.